David Posterdak knows that he needs to shoot the puck more in order to find the back of the net and improve his goal scoring pace, which is a bit down this season, somewhat of a concern early on. And we are also going to talk about the Atlantic Division power rankings here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Let's get into it, shall we? Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Tuesday, November 2nd. Uh, The Bruins are off still until Thursday. Uh, They did not practice yesterday, but they will be back on the ice for practice here on Tuesday as they prepare for the Detroit Red Wings. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So if you use Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, uh, Pocket Casts, please do hit that subscribe button. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Five days a week, brand new podcast that you can expect in your feeds and you can download, listen, and enjoy at your convenience. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. Uh, we are also on YouTube, so please subscribe over there as well. You can catch the podcast in video form and uh, comment, like, and uh, get some conversation going there as well. As I mentioned, we're going to talk off the top about David Posternak. He has recorded two goals and three assists for five points through seven games this season. A decent point total, but it's that goals that is a bit of a concern. Right now, he is on pace for only 23 goals uh, for the season, which is well down from the uh, you know 48 he scored in uh, 2019-2020. And off the uh, 20 goals in 48 game pace that he recorded last year. Still, he is getting shots on goal. He's registered 4.43 per game this season. That's the eighth highest rate in the NHL. But he admits he might be deferring a little too much. He spoke uh, Sunday following practice at Warrior Ice Arena. And he said, even though he's a shooter... He's always looking to pass first. He definitely wants to get out of his game a little bit, or at least even it up and make the right decisions. Uh, Get it out of his game, I should say. That's the part of things that when they don't go your way, sometimes you're passing instead of shooting in the opposite. So, yeah, he's getting those shots on goal. The puck isn't going in the back of the net. So he's kind of deferring a bit more to passing in order to create some opportunities for the team and not, I don't know, come across as selfish, perhaps. He said, I have to get a little bit back to shooting more and definitely getting the opportunity thinking shot first, especially when things are going a little slower than usual. Uh, Bruins head coach Bruce Cassidy noted it's easy to sit back and ask why a player 
who scored nearly 50 goals two seasons ago, wouldn't shoot the puck every chance he gets. But he added Pasta is not just a goal scorer, but he's also a creative player who can dazzle with his skill and speed. Uh, Coach said he seems like he's trying to make plays more than shoot right now. He's been off net a little bit early on, but he'll get better. He cares. He wants to get better. He's in good spirits. It's just getting it to translate on the ice. Uh, It's just that shot versus pass mentality, and players go through that in stretches. It got to the point uh, during Saturday's win over Florida that Pasternak was bumped down to the second line with Craig Smith taking some shifts on the top line. Uh, Bruce Cassidy anticipates Pasternak will be back with Marchand and Bergeron on Thursday. Just one of those games he thought they were turning some pucks over, an opportunity to do something different. Sometimes when you switch lines, guys will complement each other, uh, and they all bought in pretty well. Um, Pasternak said, again, he's just focusing on getting better, practicing uh, every day. It's a long season. It's not going to go your way for a full 82 games. It's just once it doesn't go your way, you have to focus more on the details and kind of sit back and start from the beginning, play simple, get yourself back into where you feel comfortable. He's had slumps during his career, so he's pretty sure he's experienced enough to know how to handle it. He knows it's going to come, just focusing on having fun, and the next couple of days is great timing. Uh, Pretty sure he'll be fine. And yes, if you saw uh, Pasternak's uh, Halloween costume, dressed up as Ace Ventura, girlfriend Rebecca Rolson, dressed up as a monkey clinging to him, which was hilarious. Last night, a bunch of Bruins, I believe, went to the Celtics game. So, yeah, not really getting too much in his head and uh, just trying to, uh, yeah, keep things in perspective, uh, do the work, and try to get back on track when it comes to finding the back of the net in Thursday's game against the Detroit Red Wings. Now, also uh, at Sunday's practice, Craig Smith didn't practice after returning from a three-game absence due to injury, but uh, it was just a maintenance day. He got through the game, no problem, no damage. Medical team wanted to give him an extra day, uh, and uh, he should be back practicing here today, uh, getting ready for Thursday's game. Uh, Nick Felino, he's on injured reserve. He's missed the last five games with an upper body injury. He's skating on his own. Uh, He remains week to week, according to the Boston Bruins. He's skating, which is good. Not with the team, unfortunately, Bruce Cassidy said, which is not going to put him in the lineup anytime uh, soon until he hits that point where he can skate with the main group, but uh, still lists him as the same as where he's been, which is week to week. Uh, One other note, Bruce Cassidy talked about Connor Clifton, who had a game-high six hits in Saturday's win over Florida. He said he was an animal physically, yet under control. He's going to have some burps with the puck like everybody. But in general, he did a lot of good things physically. If you watch the tape again, finishing checks, counter hits on good players for them, winning some puck battles. He liked his game, and that came after uh, being scratched against Carolina in favor of uh, Jacobs Borrell. So we'll see who's at practice here on Tuesday. And uh, hopefully, yeah, Craig Smith is okay. Nick Foligno can continue to make some positive steps and the Bruins can get a full lineup back on the ice uh, sooner than later. Before we get to some power rankings, a quick word about direct TV. 
It's a simple way to get all your entertainment you love without the hassle. DirectStream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. That means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. The best part? There's no annual contract, so you can stop waiting and get your TV together with DirectStream. Learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Again, we're free and available on all podcast platforms as well as on YouTube. So please do go ahead, hit that subscribe button, uh, download, make it your first listen every single day. Very much appreciated. On Tuesdays here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, we look at the Atlantic Division power rankings. And I typically rank the teams from eighth up to number one. And uh, number eight, no surprise at the moment, the Montreal Canadiens. They are two and eight through 10 games coming off a trip to the Stanley Cup final. Again, they're without Carey Price, who remains in the NHL's player assistance program. Shea Weber is all but retired. Uh, Philip Deneau went off to the uh, Los Angeles Kings in free agency. And just yesterday, they sent a struggling Cole Caulfield, who is expected to challenge for the Calder Trophy, down to AHL Laval. Uh, so they seem to be at the point where they're perhaps embracing uh, the tank. And uh, yeah, hopefully they will uh, be able to um, stay down there and not uh, make any comebacks uh, in advance of the... Uh, yeah, the playoffs and heading into the draft. It really looks like they're, sorry, um, uh, yeah, it really looks like they are, um, yeah, embracing the tank. Sorry, there's just somebody uh, knocking on my door at the moment. Uh, uh, just dropping off some leftover Halloween candy. Thank you, neighbor. Uh, so, yeah, Montreal Canadiens well in eighth place at the moment. When it comes to seventh, they're going to give that to the uh, Ottawa Senators. They are 3-5-0. and oh. They just lost last night to the Chicago Blackhawks. It was their first uh, win of the regular season, so that's kind of embarrassing for Ottawa. They do have some young up-and-coming players, players who have arrived in Drake Batherson. He was the second star of the week last week, uh, but still very much, I wouldn't say rebuilding, but very much uh, an unfinished product in Ottawa despite having some good pieces. Uh, Matt Murray, who they invested in, uh, really continues to struggle. And uh, yeah, they just haven't found their highest level yet. Probably have to add some veteran pieces to the mix in order to take a next step. Uh, they're fairly competitive. They're only minus five when it comes to goal differential. Uh, but still, the Ottawa Senators uh, well in seventh place. They were expected to be uh, near the bottom of the Atlantic again this season, so that's no surprise. In uh, sixth place, we're going to put the Toronto Maple Leafs. They are 4-4-1 and one through uh, nine games, nine points, 500-point percentage, a minus-eight goal differential, which is worse than Ottawa. Uh, they have won two in a row, so they may be turning a corner here. Uh, but still, at this point, uh, not uh, quite living up to their potential. And uh, we hate to see it. The Bruins will be 
playing the Maple Leafs in Toronto on Saturday. So that will be a big game uh, for sure. And uh, hopefully the Leafs continue to scramble here early on in the season as the Bruins look to improve their record uh, as well. In fifth place, a bit of a surprise, the Detroit Red Wings. They are 4-3-2 through nine games, 10 points, a 556 uh, point percentage. And uh, they, yeah, have really surprised early on. Just going back to the Maple Leafs, I should add, they have a league-high 55.97 Corsi percentage. Uh, when it comes to expected goals, they rank fourth. Uh, so they are really... Um, you know, suffering from a bit of bad luck, PDO wise, they're 27th in the NHL. So their shooting percentage is way down from what you would expect, especially at five on five. So it's really only a matter of time before the Maple Leafs, uh, do break out here, especially offensively and start piling up the wins. Um, again, Corsi is shot attempt differential expected goals is, uh, the number of shots, but taking into account kind of actual scoring chances and high danger chances. And then PDO is safe percentage and uh, shooting percentage added up together. The idea is that the you know average will be about uh, an even 100. Uh, if you're below that, you're suffering from some bad luck shooting wise. If it's way high, then uh, you are experiencing high shooting percentages, high save percentages, and that should probably level off at some point down the road. Anyways, yeah, Detroit, going to put them in uh, fifth. They have a, like I said, a point percentage of 556, 4, 3, and 2 through uh, nine games. Some very impressive young players in uh, Lucas Raymond, Moritz Sider, uh, Joseph Valeno's up now. And uh, yeah, they have been pretty good early on in the Bruins will not want to take them lightly here in uh, on Thursday night. When it comes to uh, Corsi, however, the Red Wings, they're 29th in the NHL, 46.13. So the Bruins can certainly take advantage of uh, getting more attempts than them and hopefully finding the back of the net. When it comes to our Bruins, we're going to put them in fourth this week. They're 4-3-0 through seven games, only eight points. Uh, if you look at Points standings, they rank sixth at the moment, but point percentage-wise, they rank fourth. Uh, they have, you know, a couple games in hand on Tampa, Detroit, Ottawa, and Florida. And they have a minus two goal differential. And their fancy stats are pretty promising as well. They rank eighth in terms of uh, shot attempt differential, 5283 when it comes to expected goals, the Bruins rank second five on five at 56.52. So not unlike Toronto, they too should be uh, experiencing an offensive resurgence sooner than later. The Tampa Bay Lightning seem to be finding their form after a rough start to the season. They're five, three and one 11 points through nine games, a six, 11 point percentage. They beat the Washington Capitals, uh, last night uh, to improve their record. Uh, Washington Capitals are 5-1-3, and three, so a good win for the Lightning, who are without Nikita Kucherov. And uh, they have a minus one goal differential, but again, seem to be really turning things around. Andre Vasilevsky had been off to a, a rough start, but he 
uh, had a shutout the other night and uh, seems to be rounding into form, which is bad news for the rest of the league. In second place, a very big surprise, the Buffalo Sabres. They're 5-2-1 through eight games, a 688 point percentage. They have a plus eight goal differential. They're one of only two teams in the Atlantic with positive goal differentials. Uh, their fancy stats, um, a little sketchy. They're uh, 50.84 when it comes to expected goals. So they're on the positive side of things there. Shot When it comes to shoot shot attempts, sorry, they're 49.85. So, yeah, not doing uh, that much worse than expected or that much better than expected. Their uh, PDO is 1.011, which ranks them 10th. So yeah, getting a bit of good luck when it comes to goaltending, certainly. I uh, won't expect uh, Craig Anderson and Dust- Dustin Tokarski to play at this high of a level all season long, and they're due for some regression uh, sooner than later as well. First place, no question at all, the Florida Panthers. They're 8-0-1, their only loss being that shootout loss to Boston uh, on Saturday, 944 save percentage, plus 18 goal differential. Uh, the number one team, not just in the Atlantic, but across the league, in my opinion, although the Carolina Hurricanes are undefeated as well, 8-0-0, uh, and they have a plus 21 goal differential which is uh, just better than the uh, Panthers. And their expected goals uh, is, let's see, Carolina 52.75. They have a league-high PDO of 1.056, however, 96% save percentage, 5-on-5 at the moment, uh, which is bound to uh, fall at some point. Frederick Anderson off to a very good start. Anyways, that's not the um, Atlantic. That is the Metro. And uh, right now, Florida, number one in the Atlantic for sure. So to recap, Florida, number one, followed by Buffalo, a big surprise. And then Tampa, Boston, Detroit, Toronto, uh, Ottawa, and Montreal. I would expect Toronto to uh, rise here quickly, Uh, Buffalo to fall. Uh, and uh, that game on Saturday between the uh, the Bruins and the Maple Leafs will be a big one, uh, no doubt. Let me know what you think about the power rankings. If you have a comment, drop it here on the YouTube page or hit me up at Locked NHL Bruins or at ENC McLaren on uh, Twitter. Now, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. It comes in... Nine delicious flavors. Sometimes there is an extra uh, special edition flavor. I just received a box that included blueberry muffin, which was very tasty. But uh, we're not talking about Built Bar today. We're talking about Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to get all your sports betting in. They're back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of basketball, uh, hockey. Football still going strong. Your number one spot for football all season long. You can head to their new updated desktop or mobile website. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON and uh, you can get that 50% welcome bonus when you sign up uh, today for a free account. From basketball, football, baseball, NHL, boxing, and UFC, 
right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available this season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Where the game starts, use promo code locked on for that 50% welcome bonus. A little bonus um, built bar content there as well. Let's look at some news and notes from around the NHL. Uh, Commissioner Gary Bettman spoke to the media on Zoom on Monday uh, addressing the Kyle Beach investigation. Uh, a very disappointing uh, presentation, I guess you could say, from Bettman. Uh, he apologized to Kyle Beach, but he also uh, attempted to defend the league's disciplinary action in the scandal, saying that you know the the two million dollar fine uh, was appropriate, allowing Joel Quenville to coach the Panthers Bruins game last season. Didn't want to prejudge absolving Winnipeg Jets general manager Kevin Shevoldayoff for what he considered to be a minor role in the process. Uh, yeah, just I, every time someone from the league talks about this situation, it just seems to get worse. And, and Gary Bettman certainly didn't come off in a good light yesterday. Again, he said Shevoldayoff was a minor player in the affair who thought the allegations would be handled properly and differently. He believed Sheveldayoff wasn't in a position to speak out because he didn't have access to the information about the situation. Despite being in the room, he was the assistant general manager. You know, reporters questioned Bettman about the $2 million fine when the league fined the Black, or sorry, the Devils $3 million and docked the Coyotes two draft picks including a first for violating the draft combine rules. He said it was different context and different facts. Uh, he was pretty widely roasted on social media and in some mainstream media for his response. Uh, Daily Faceoff Scott Burnside believes the league seems more concerned with rationalizing their criticized responses rather than having a frank and open discussion. The Athletics uh, Sean Gentili felt Bettman's goal was protecting the league, its owners, and its money. He also took note of Bettman's response when asked if the league would reach out to Sheldon Kennedy, a former player, sexual assault survivor, and advocate against abuse, bullying, harassment, and discrimination. Bettman said Sheldon's experience was not at the NHL level, uh, which is uh, pretty gross. Uh Kennedy told the Athletics' Pierre Lebrun, the league, and the NHLPA have never reached out to him over his two decades of work that has earned him several honors, including the Order of Canada, which is handed out for you know exceptional citizens of uh, this country. Uh, Sportsnet's Luke Fox summarized the performance by saying he managed the situation but clattered it with lawyer speak. Uh, he also said that Bill Daly... Uh, told reporters the league had closed its investigation of Bill Peters in response in re regards to Akeem Alou and some racial, uh, you know, slurs directed towards him. Uh, Akeem Alou's lawyer, Ben Maselis, denied the league has contacted him. Uh, so that's another mess. Uh, the NHL Players Association reps, which for the Bruins is Brandon Carlo, they spoke to 
uh, Donald Fear of the NHLPA about their mishandling of the alleged sexual assault. And there's going to be a vote in regards to opening investigation of the uh, Players Association and how they handled that situation. So, yeah, just uh, another day, another instance of the NHL coming across very poorly in this situation. There's a clear divide between people still involved in the league and those who are outside of the league about their, um, you know, willingness to really speak about this situation. And, um, yeah, just those who are still tied to the league, players, executives, they um, are far more reluctant to be open to talking about this than uh, people who are a bit removed from the situation. So we get more of an honest take from those who have moved on. Anyways, a bit heavy to end the podcast again today, but I think it's important to uh, to mention these things. Again, the Bruins back on the ice for practice here on Tuesday, another day of practice Wednesday, and then they will be back in action Thursday night at home against the Detroit Red Wings before they take off to Toronto for their first game in Canada since the playoff bubble of uh, of 2020. I hope you are all doing well. Your weeks are off to a good start. Again, thank you for making Locked On Bruins your first listen of the day. I recommend Locked On Fantasy as your second listen. Uh, you can get all of your fantasy hockey advice from Scott Cullen over there. And uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.